This is episode number 11 of the Hustling for Happiness podcast. Five life lessons we can learn from the coronavirus. Hello, beautiful people. I am Chris Teich, the creator of Hustling for Happiness. And if you're unfamiliar with the setup, essentially, I run a personal development website where I write blog articles to help motivate and inspire you go after your goals and your dreams each and every day. And um, I get a lot of messages every single day. And a couple days ago, I posted an Instagram story asking my followers what they would like for me to write about. And It was an overwhelming response. It was over 70 or 75 messages, DMs, of people requesting my thoughts on the coronavirus and my take on it. So I've decided to tackle that today, writing the blog and recording an episode for the podcast. So let's get into episode number 11, five lessons we can learn from the coronavirus. I get a lot of DMs on Instagram where followers ask me questions and request topics for me to write about. Almost every single DM was about the coronavirus and what my take is and how to better help handle our mindsets during this pandemic. Before we get into it, here's a quick layman's term overview. The coronavirus, COVID-19, originated in Wuhan, China at a food market. It is believed that a bat contaminated other animals. Animals, both live animals and dead animals, which were sold at this massive market in the center of the country. Those that are infected experience fevers, runny nose, dry coughs, and a few other flu-like symptoms. Obviously, if you want more of a detailed medical breakdown, go and see other sources. The virus spreads in the fastest and most common way from respiratory droplets spread by a person's cough or sneeze. According to the World Health Organization, the virus can stay on certain surfaces for a few hours or up to several days, depending on what the surface is. Now, the following is pulled from a USA Today article that was released yesterday, uh, March 12th. Quote, a recent study by scientists in the U.S. found that the virus could be detected up to three hours in the air, up to four hours on copper, up to 24 hours on cardboard, and up to two to three days on plastic and stainless steel. So it is also very possible that the virus spreads from touching some of these surfaces that may have the virus on it and then touching one's face. This is why it is so vitally important to wash your hands. Don't forget your thumbs, because sometimes I do as well. Washing your hands with soap and water and doing it often. That's a very basic overview, but some people are still messaging me, asking me what it is and what they experience. So I figured I would throw that in there. But this is a part of the pandemic that has crippled industries around the world. It's scary to a lot of people because they're feeling like life is canceled. And I am here to tell you it most certainly is not. So let's get into these five lessons and what we can learn from this experience. Number one, prepare for the unexpected. My family relocated from New Jersey to Florida about 10 years ago. Florida is known for palm trees and theme parks, beaches, tourism, and also hurricanes. Lots of them. 
When a hurricane is approaching, we get plenty of prep time beforehand to stock up on supplies and to put up hurricane shutters. But what's funny is that people still freak out and do a mad dash to all the stores as if they didn't know it was coming. As if they didn't know that hurricane season happens every year from June to November. They know it's coming, but yet they still don't prepare. Well, what about other events like earthquakes that have zero prep time or power outages, landslides, or a pandemic like the coronavirus? These things happen and they take place. It's a part of living on this planet. It's a part of life. So the first lesson is it is wise to prepare with the necessary gear to be ready in case of emergencies. There's a saying in the military, proper preparation prevents piss poor performance. Everybody jumps to freaking out immediately. But instead of jumping to freaking out, that time can be utilized more efficiently to educate yourself and then create a plan and execute on that plan. When you take the time to prepare, you arm yourself with the advantage in the face of these adversities. So, my friends, do a quick Google search. Find out what are, what are the items that you need in emergencies, wherever you are, wherever you may live. Water, flashlights, batteries, whatever it is. But go and stock up on this. And don't wait until the emergency actually comes to your doorstep. Do it beforehand. Number two. Don't fully buy into the media. I don't watch the news. I don't like the news. I find the majority of the media to be very negative, disempowering, and quite frankly, brainwashing. Uh, plus, they put their own agendas out a lot of the time. Now, here's the thing. Reporting, reporters, journalists... They truly have one of the most noble and respectable professions on the planet, and their job is so vitally important. And that's to report the facts. That's to report the truth. And personally, I feel they tend to feed the fear of the public and create more hysteria. Not all of them, and not every single news outlet, but the big ones, definitely, and the majority of them. And I take everything that I see or hear on the news with a grain of salt. However, this is a vital lesson to learn in life anyway, so there's a lot of value to be had here. And the lesson is to question everything and to do your own research. Here's one of my favorite quotes of all time that illustrates this. Quote, absorb what is useful, reject what is useless, add what is essentially your own. Bruce Lee. That's what we must do in times like this and when the media is going absolutely crazy. Absorb the facts to educate ourselves and then formulate our own opinions instead of being told how to think and feel. That way, you don't feel as disempowered by the news outlets. Educate yourself and formulate your own opinions. Number three, focus on what we can control there are a lot of unknowns right now and questions when it comes to the coronavirus. Do they have a cure? Are they working on a cure? How long will this last? When will sports come back? When will the markets bounce back? Etc. Stop. Stop. Stop asking questions that you won't get an answer to and that you have no control over. Stop scrolling through your phone and getting yourself in a frenzied state over the virus 
and put your phone down. Take a shower, meditate, have a good meal, go for a run, watch your favorite movie, but disconnect a little bit from all of these these crazy stories and these crazy social media posts. We fixate on the wrong in life a lot. And we must cultivate the skill of learning to stop, quiet our minds, and we need to stop asking the questions that make us feel crazy and send us into states of panic. Breathe. Breathe. Get calm. Now choose a better thought. Change direction. Learn to pivot to what feels better and create momentum in the right direction. This should not only be used now, but in any times of crisis. Instead of saying, oh, what if everyone gets wiped out and killed? Well, what if they find a cure tomorrow? What if it's instant? What if it can be mass-produced quickly and efficiently and effectively? Number four, do not let fear consume us. Our brains are naturally negative. After hundreds of thousands of years, the brain is conditioned to identify risk and threats to our safety. And as a result, we feel fear to keep us away from anything that can compromise our well-being. The brain's job is to keep the body alive and the vessel intact and living. It will always want you to stay in comfort zones. But if we always listen to the brain and obey the fear signals... Letting it control us and staying in those comfort zones, we never would have come out of the caves and we would have stayed cavemen and cave women. We never would have ventured out into the world to discover fire and other tribes and then create communication and then discover oceans and new lands. We would not have been able to explore and innovate and to progress like we have as a species. The fact is, the risk is always there, it has always been there. Risk will always be there at every single moment in your life. Like the risk of getting into a car accident is always ever present, but that doesn't stop us from driving. On a cruise ship, the risk of an emergency is always present too, but we don't go around wearing life jackets 24-7. You can literally get a blood clot in your body and die right now while listening to this, but that risk doesn't stop you from choosing to live. Don't let fear run your day and run your life. Choose to acknowledge that there is a fear, and fear is to warn you of danger. But it is our choice to be afraid. Humans have a rich history of trials and adversities from all of the wars that we've had, from the Black Plague to bird flu, from Zika to mad cow disease to SARS. We have faced these challenges and as a species we are still here we will endure and we will overcome this the real disease isn't the coronavirus because that will be treated and it will be handled the real disease here is fear don't let fear dominate your life thinking that you have to live in a quarantine state because of some invisible boogeyman that's out there It's in your mind. That's where the boogeyman is. Number five, appreciate life more. I've already mentioned this plenty of times in the blog and on the podcast and will continue to do so probably until the end of time. But we as people, people as a whole, aren't good at appreciating the things that we have until they are gone. Why are we like that? 
I know most of the time it's innocent, but we need to say thank you more. We need to count our blessings more. We need to appreciate the gift of life each and every day because it is so fleeting and so fragile. Why does it take a tragedy like 9-11 or a pandemic like the coronavirus to make us realize what really matters? We should already be aware of what really matters and not take it for granted. We should be throwing gratitude like rice at a wedding for the fact that we can breathe and that we're still here. But this is a beautiful lesson in a dichotomy of life. You must lose to know how good it feels to win. You must know pain to appreciate pleasure. You must experience the hardships in order to feel pain. And that is the beautiful silver lining of all of this. Tragedy and crisis, they bring perspective back into the mix. When people are dying, when life is threatened like it is, we unite. We come together and work together for solutions and the greater good. We are able to put our political parties and petty differences aside in order to learn and adapt and overcome. We reconnect to the things that really matter. Life and the people and the things that we love. And that, my friends, is something that we can all appreciate. The days of this pandemic are numbered. We will overcome it like we have so much in our history. So, listen to this often if you feel fear. Listen to it often if you're worried. And my mission for you is to keep preparing, keep learning, keep focusing on what we can control and what matters, keep taking risks and facing fears, keep appreciating life and the gift that it is. And as always, keep hustling for happiness, my friends. Peace.